If you like your snacks in the shape of Mickey, you're in the right place. This is the Mousecapades Radio Network, entertaining the space between your ears since 2015. I'll fool myself, she'll walk right in. And as the long, long nights begin, I'll think of all that might have been waiting here for. listeners this is vicky and i'm here with kaylee and we hope you've had a magical week this is episode 491 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the mousecapades podcast today we are going to be talking to you about the disney dining plans and the pros and cons but before we get started we want to remind you that the mousecapades podcast is a part of the your story travel company at your story travel company we can plan a magical trip for you on any budget to kick things off we're going to talk to you about the three different types of dining plans at walt disney world there is the quick serve dining plan disney dining plan and the deluxe dining plan Each plan gives each guest a refillable resort mug with the dining package of your choice. These can't be refilled in the parks, but you can refill them at any Disney resort on property. Please be warned that due to guests that tried to beat the system, each mug can only be filled so many times in an hour. Also, there is a chip in the cups that expires after you leave Disney World, so you don't try to use it again in future trips. So uh, this is interesting to me, Kaylee, because we... I don't know if it was last year or the year before that we realized why they started putting a chip in the cups. And I don't know even if you knew. But um, listeners, what people were doing apparently was buying one Disney mug and then just standing at the soda refill machine or the tea refill machine. And they would just fill cup after cup and they would put it into half gallon jugs and take it to the park. So they never had to buy soda. And were you aware of that, Kaylee, before we've... I don't think you did know, did you, before we found that out? No, but I think, I mean, like, I think it's smart. I mean, there are ways to cheat the system until they catch you. And so, I mean, it may have looked ridiculous, but, like, they overcharge for everything. So I do think... I know, but I really smart. think that the price they charge for the mug... We get ours free, which we'll talk about more in the show, but I think that that's not too much of a price to ask, especially for as long as we're there. Because we're usually there anywhere from 7 to 10 days, mostly 10 days. And we definitely get our money's worth from the mugs when we're there. So That's true. I would say the best way that we get our use out of them is even when we're at the park all day, we fill them up before we leave if we can. And then usually we fill them up again when we get back at night. So we're refilling them at least two times a day. Right. And you're getting your money's worth for the price of a cup. And a fill, a regular soda is four ninety five or more a cup. So think about that, that we're saving this. Yeah, and how did we say how much the mugs were? Uh, no. I, I want to say they're like fourteen ninety five. No, I think they like went that. to nineteen ninety five this uh, last year. But still, if you average that out, just what you just said. So it's four ninety five for a cup, I know, because we used a snack point one time last year when we were there, and it was four ninety five, And that is ridiculous. But if all four of us filled up the mug or bought a drink, that means that's like 20 bucks. so that we paid for it. We paid in for one, one time. Right. In one time we filled it up. Exactly. So. so definitely get your money's work. So here's the different plans. The quick serve plan gives each person in your party two quick service meals of your choice, which includes an entree or a combo meal. 
a non-alcoholic beverage or one alcoholic beverage per meal for people that are over 21 and two snacks per day. We're going to talk more in depth about the snacks later in the show and how you can make those better. But I just wanted to mention that you get two snacks per day. The cost of the quick service dining plan in 2020 is $55 for people 10 and over. That's considered an adult at Disney World, even though no child is an adult at 10. And then $23.78 for a child ages three to nine. So if they're under three, the Disney dining plan is free for them. The dining plan gives each person in your party one quick service meal of your choice, which is an entree or a combo meal, a non-alcoholic beverage or one alcoholic beverage per meal for people over 21, one table service meal of your choice, which is an entree or a combo meal, a non-alcoholic beverage or one alcoholic beverage per meal if you're over 21 again, and two snacks per day. The cost of the dining plan for 2020 is... $78.01 for adults, which again is 10 and over, which is not an adult. And then $30.51 for children ages three to nine. Then the deluxe dining plan gives each person three table service meals, which is an entree or combo meal, a dessert with your meal at lunch and dinner only with a refillable non-alcoholic beverage or one alcoholic beverage for those guests 21 or over and two snacks. The cost of the deluxe dining plan for 2020 is $119 for Disney adults, which is ages 10 and over, and $47.50 for children ages 3 to 9. And again, anybody under 3 is free. So as you can see, these are very different dining plans, and we want to talk about the pros and cons of the dining plan in general. And we have been very blessed to have been at Disney when the free dining plan has been offered the past several years, so we can talk about it as experts. However, it's the first time, or the first time we went to Disney was in 2009 with our friends, the Pickles, uh, we and the Barks, excuse me, our Parkers. We weren't on the plan, so we can speak to both sides. And... Obviously, if you can get the free dining package, you want to take it because you get to eat at a bunch of amazing Disney restaurants with chefs from all over the world cooking your food. Everything the chefs create is a unique masterpiece. Sometimes the food looks so good that we don't want to eat it, but eventually we eat it because we want it. But we take pictures. That's true. So here is what you need to think about when planning your vacation. Are you on a tight budget? If you are, then the dining plans are probably not a good idea. However, you could still go. You could choose not to eat at the parks or on property at all. You could bring your food if you are driving there, or you could even have Amazon Prime or Amazon Prime now deliver the food to your resort and pick it up at your concierge. We tried Amazon Prime now on our most recent trip in December 2019, and you can have food and other items delivered to your resort within two hours, which is really nice. It was very helpful because Um, my dad forgot his shaving cream and Joey wasn't feeling well. So we ordered some sinus medication for him. And yes, they do have these items on property, but it was far less expensive to have it shipped to the resort. Also, bottled water is very overpriced in the parks. And we had a case of water delivered to our resort and refilled it in the parks in the new filtered bottled water fountains, which are very nice now to have. And they're pretty much everywhere. When we were there two years ago, not so much, but I saw them everywhere this past week. Which is nice because Florida water, I mean, not to offend any Floridians out there, but like it is different tasting than what we're used to. It is definitely different tasting. Joey would rather just not drink water at all. He would just rather not drink. That's what he said. 
which is bad, obviously. If you've been to the parks, you know you have to stay hydrated for how much you're outside and just walking. Especially if you're there between the months of May and September. If your budget isn't super tight, then you may want to consider the quick service plan. It'll give you an opportunity to eat some Disney foods that you may not normally eat and allows you to snack on them too. In fact, Be Our Guest is a quick service meal. If you eat there for breakfast and lunch, you just need to make sure that you make your reservation about 180 days out from your visit or shortly after that 180 days to make sure that you get a reservation. If you have a little bit of a looser budget, the Disney dining plan is a good choice. This is the plan we get, and it allows us to eat at a table service restaurant each day, like Ohana at the Polynesian, Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom, Les Chefs de Francais, or Coral Reef at Epcot, or 50s Primetime Cafe or Sci-Fi Dine-In at Hollywood Studios, just to name a few of our favorites. Your other meal is a quick service meal, but there are amazing quick service places to choose from. And plus you still have your two snacks a day to choose from. So in that plan, you get plenty to eat. Um, And I would say, I remember obviously Joey and I are both considered adults now, but in those first two years we went to Disney, Joey was not considered an adult, but he ate way more than me. And so we honestly would order each other's food. So I would order something off the adult menu that he wanted. And he would order something off the kid menu for me because I couldn't eat nearly as much. And we went at hotter times. So I didn't eat as much anyway, because it was just hot and you don't want to be on a full stomach walking around in all that heat. And so we would just trade and we ended up getting our money's worth instead of him eating a kid's meal and not being full and then me getting an adult meal and not being able to finish it nearly at all. And so I would say if you're kind of in a similar situation, you can always do that if you want to get your money's worth. And that way your younger child will be a happy camper and be full and get to eat the adult meal anyway, even if they're not old enough. Or if you have two kids that don't mind sharing two different things, you guys could each get and then share it like that. And then it would You get be, to try more that right, way. Right, exactly. So that was definitely a benefit because Joey did eat way more than you did at that point. So if your budget is unlimited, which we don't know a lot of people that are, but if it is, please contact me to book your trip. I'm just kidding. But seriously, I would book your trip. But if your budget is unlimited, then you could consider to get the deluxe dining plan because it is costly and has a lot of food. We don't typically recommend this one because you're going to be eating more than you're going to be going to the parks. However, if you want to eat a lot of two-point restaurants like Cinderella's Castle, Le Cellier in Epcot, and the California Grill at the top of the Contemporary, then this is possibly a good plan for you. But everybody we've talked to just said that you're just eating all the time. And we feel like we're eating all the time with the dining plan. So I can't imagine the deluxe dining plan. I know. Like, I would, I honestly, like feel sick a lot of times after we eat just because like I'm so full but I want it so bad and then I just like suffer to eat it but I can't even imagine doing that other plan like I would literally just have to eat and then like sit there and suffer until our next meal that would all be all I had time for exactly so if you want to make the most of your dining credits we have a few tips that will make your plan really work to your advantage and if you've never used the plan you may not realize that there is a wide variety of things that are considered snacks for example an orange an apple or a banana are snacks but so is a pint of chicken fried rice at yak and yeti's quick service or lobster mac and cheese at a cart in animal kingdom 
So if you're in doubt, ask the servers what items are considered snacks. You don't want to use snack points for small items when you can get more, which will keep you fulfilled and make your food last longer. Uh, the same is true for your quick service meals. We know that bagel, cream, cheese, and a milk or juice is a quick service meal, but you could get burgers, fries, and a drink, which is obviously more filling and will last you longer than just a bagel and cream cheese. So if you want a bagel and cream cheese or a muffin or something like that at your resort, you can get those as a snack credit, use your refillable mug that we just talked about that you get with your plan, and then you only have to use one snack credit for the actual food that you're eating for that particular meal. And breakfast usually can be, I know it's the be, it's supposed to be your best meal of the day, but it's usually the quickest meal for us and most of the people that we see at Disney World unless they're at a table service. Because you're usually up and moving in the, I mean, if you're like us, we're up and moving in the morning and there's no time for us to really sit down and eat a meal unless we're going to like Ohana breakfast or something. Right. Where we're going to a table service, but not quick service meals. Correct. If you have listened to the podcast for a very long time, you know we have a very long list of table service restaurants that we love. One of the best things that Disney has done to the dining plan is they give you the choice of one non-refillable alcoholic beverage with your meal. And I was super excited about that because it came around right about the time I was old enough to partake of that. And you can usually make your drink last throughout the whole meal, but you can drink water if you do finish before you're done. And this gives you the opportunity to taste some exotic drinks without putting out even more money than you're willing to, like $14 drinks. But if since it's a part of your meal, you get to try it anyway. And if you don't like it, then it was part of the meal credit and then you don't have to feel bad about wasting it. Exactly. We haven't ever tried the deluxe dining plan, as I mentioned a little while ago, because everyone that we spoke to said that they were spending more times in restaurants than they were in the parks and they didn't get to do hardly anything that they wanted. So one thing we do want to remind everybody, though, a part of all the dining plans is that gratuity is not included in the dining plans. Now, for quick service, that's not a big deal because they don't really take gratuity for quick service. I've never seen anybody put a tip jar out or anything like that. But when you're at the table service places, you need to make sure that you're tipping your cast members well because they usually do an amazing job to make your experience magical because that's what they've been trained to do. So something that we do is we have a Chase Disney Visa card. Um, I recommend this to everybody that's booking trips with me, especially if you're six months or more out from your trip because that gives you time to save up Disney dollars. I literally pay everything except for our house payment with our Disney Chase Visa every month. But at the every Friday, I get online and I pay off what it is like it was a debit card. That way I don't get hit with this huge percentage added on to my bill because I didn't pay off my card. So that way I'm not spending more than I have in my bank account. That's the, the problem and that's what actually Chase Visa would love for you to do, obviously. But we don't. So I just pay mine off on Fridays and for every $100 you get a Disney dollar and you wouldn't believe how quickly that adds up, especially with two kids in college. And... Um, Car repairs. Uh, we had to buy my son a new truck in the place that he was buying it from. Let us buy the truck on there. And so that gave us an exorbitant amount of Disney dollars. We just, we had the money in our savings. We just charged it and then paid it off. And so we had Disney dollars. So if you don't have a Chase Disney Visa, I would definitely encourage you to do that. Um, so if for nothing else, you can use it for your souvenirs and for your gratuities like we do. Because typically in a year, we have anywhere from 800 to $1,200 of money to take with us Disney dollars 
and um, it was very helpful on this last vacation. And I would say to not underestimate how big the tips will be in Disney, it can be kind of like sticker shock because the meals you're eating, if you're using the dining plan, it's nice because you're not actually having to pay real money. You're just paying with the dining points, but you can kind of forget how much the gratuity can add up. And so like sometimes, depending on where you're eating, the gratuity can be over $100. Like I remember when I was seeing receipts like that and I was like, how much did the meal cost? Like it was expensive. And so don't underestimate the amount of gratuity you'll have to pay because it is not like real life. Of course it's Disney and so everything's a little bit more expensive. Well, and we typically uh, tip more if the service is really good because I don't know how your family is, but for us, Joey and Brad drink an exorbitant amount of soda, lemonade, or whatever beverage they've chosen to drink tea. And if the waiter or waitress can keep up with their <laughs> drinking habits while we're there, uh, then they deserve a big tip because you know, as well as I do, it is funny. Sometimes we'll go to a restaurant and they catch on after the first or second time they've had to come and refill them. They'll bring them two at a time and still be able to keep up with them. So, you know, that's a good effort. Plus when we are there, it is Christmas time. So I tend to tip a little bit heavier, but I do know what she's talking about. The one that she's talking about that the tip was over a hundred dollars was it was Christmas day. And I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry that they have to work on Christmas day. But if they are going to work on Christmas Day, I feel like that they should be rewarded for that because they're not with their family. I know some of them choose not to be with family or don't have any family, and that's why they work there. Even still, they're giving up their Christmas holiday, so that's the tip she's talking about. I don't want anybody to have a major heart attack no. when they hear her say that. Um, our, it was If 20% would have probably made it about $70, and we just rounded it up to 100 just because it was Christmas and we wanted to give the guy a little something extra. So some of our favorite things that we use our snack points for our Dole Whips at the Magic Kingdom, the Polynesian, and there's even a stand at Disney Springs now where you can get one. Which has those, uh, I want to talk about this, they have nachos with that. Now, uh, my mind's thinking tortilla chips and Dole Whip, gross, but it's not bad at all. So if you like waffle cone, they take Dole Whip and waffle cone and they put it over there and then they put toppings on it. So. That just something neat. If you like Dole Whip and you like waffle cone, you might want to try that. That sometime. sounds really good. I want to try it next time. Um, Disney pretzels, churros, Mickey ice cream sandwiches, items from the Main Street Bakery in the Magic Kingdom, the Werther's caramel corn in the German Pavilion and Epcot's World Showcase. My favorite. Yes, and sushi in Japan. Those are just some of the delicious things that we have had at Disney for snack points. Like you don't have to waste money on that you can save money for souvenirs and other things you want to get. And those fancy candy stores that you like to go in, um, I think it's called the Black Cauldron that's yeah. at Disney Springs. You can get those caramel apples or the candied apples, the fancy ones that look like Minnie and Mickey, you can get those with snack points. So Yeah, and those are expensive if you don't use snack points. They're really expensive, so take advantage. Yeah, so just look around. They have a little symbol that's by them, and it looks like the dining plan symbol that's on your map. Um, when you're at Disney World, it's like purple and white, but, um, or you can ask anybody. The servers are supposed to tell you if you ask. I don't think that they necessarily volunteer the information. Of course. Of them, but... Well, some of them I think do just to be kind, but I don't think they're required. To. That's yeah. right. So I just think they're doing that because that's their deal. So as far as quick service meals go, we've had a lot of favorites, but we wanted to share some of them with you. So you kind of have a starting point if you're starting to think about going to Disney or you're starting to plan your trip or you want to reach out to us to have a trip. 
That is one thing that we always do when we sit down to help people plan a trip is talk about the different dining options. So we find the most magical meals for that family's needs and everybody's is different. So it's always nice that we have this variety of a background to be able to talk to people about. At the Magic Kingdom, here are some of our favorites for quick service. Cosmic Rays in Tomorrowland, Casey's Corner right on the left side of Magic King, of Ma- Main, Main Street. Street when you're walking down uh, Main Street towards the castle. It's on the left. Sleepy Hollow Snacks, which is kind of hard to describe, but you can find it on a map. Be Our Guest and Columbia Harbor House. Cosmic Rays has everything from hamburgers, chicken tenders, to salmon. It's got a wide variety of things. Casey's Corner has gourmet hot dogs, both footlong and regular size, and they can be topped with mac and cheese, chili, and more. They also have corn dog bites and just plain corn dogs. Sleepy Hollow Snacks has chicken and waffles and waffles with Nutella and fruit. We just tried that this last time for the first time this last trip and it was delicious. We were not disappointed, so I recommend. We went back twice. Yeah, we did go back twice because we thought it was worth it. The Be Our Guest Castle has a variety of breakfast meals to choose from and lunch gives you some choices like a croque-monsieur, which is just a pretty much grilled ham and cheese sandwich and a French dip. Columbia Harbor House is Disney's version of Long John Silver's or Captain D's, if you guys know what those are. All of these are yummy and we have eaten at each of them, I think, multiple times. Yeah, a lot of them multiple times. So, At Hollywood Studios, we like to go to the ABC Commissary, Pizza Rizzo, and DeRosie's Cafe. At ABC Commissary, they have things as simple as burger and fries, but then they also have things like steak and fish and chips. And then Pizza Rizzo's is located in the back of the park. It's close to the new Star Wars land for anybody visiting there in anytime soon. And it has salads and personal pan pizzas. And it's just the regular personal pan pizzas that they have all over Disney property, but still good. And then Rosie's is just like a normal place, like a at a ballpark or whatever. Burgers and fries, chicken tenders and fries, and pizza. At Epcot, we like the French Patisserie restaurant. Um, and it honestly does not disappoint. It's in the back of the French Pavilion, so you can kind of miss it if you're not looking for it. The Japanese Quick Serve and the La Cantina San Angel. I don't know if I said that right at all. I'm sorry. Everyone ever always says San Angel to me, so I say that's good. Totally could have butchered that. Um, the French Patisserie has things like Lobster Bisque, Le Croque Monsieur, just like um, that other place we were talking about. I forgot Be Our Guest. Be Our Guest, yeah. And a variety of other French foods and baked goods. So, like, kind of pastry kind of things, but still very filling. You yeah, get cream puffs. They uh, have one thing I really wanted to try. Creme brulee. They had creme brulee. Um, they had beignets. I really wanted to try one, and it was so good. It did not disappoint. I recommend that. That's my pick from there. The Japanese quick serve has sushi, chicken teriyaki, and beef meals. And La Cantina... Song Engel, again, I probably butchered it. (laughs) San Angel. That sounds so American. I know. Has tacos, empanadas, and churros with a caramel sauce. They also have killer margaritas, if you're into that. The churros with the caramel sauce is something that we found there, I don't know, three or four years ago. Oh my gosh, that was game-changer. It is very dangerous. If you're on a low-carb, no-sugar diet, not really in that little mode, but it's always nice to know where there's something to get good there. At Animal Kingdom, our favorite quick service meals are the Yak and Yeti quick service, Pizza Saurus, and Flame Tree Barbecue. Those are the three that we've tried. Yak and Yeti has some of the same Chinese dishes that they serve in their table service restaurant, like chicken fried rice, egg rolls, and crab rangoon. Uh, We typically eat table service there now, but we've eaten this in the past. 
And I think I mentioned in the snack credit portion, or Kaylee did, that chicken fried rice is a snack point. So if you just want something to hold you over into a bigger meal, one of those pints is perfect to split for like two adults or two two or three children splitting it. So you want to take advantage of those. Pizzasaurus is the personal pan pizzas, and it's similar to what you see at the other Disney parks and resorts. And then the Flame Tree Barbecue has barbecue chicken, pulled pork, smoked turkey breast, and just things like that you think of that go with barbecue, like coleslaw and french fries. Here are some of our favorite table service restaurants and where they are located. If you want to know types of food, feel free to message on our Facebook account, The Mousecapades Podcast. We would be happy to give you more information. We love to talk about food and Disney, and this is both. Well, I just felt like we could go on and on, and they already know we love food, so I thought we could just list the restaurants and they can contact us for what they want to know. The Grand Floridian Cafe and 1900 Fair, both of these can be found at the Grand Floridian Resort. They're actually right next to each other. You feel free to tell them what your favorite part is, the Grand Floridian, Uh, um, because I know you're... Grand Floridian Cafe, uh, the best thing, one of my favorite like meals, period, in Disney World. They have a lobster burger there, and it is to die for. And one is enough for me, but on this last trip, if you listen to our trip report, Dad and Joey got an extra one because they were talking before the meal, and they were like, you know, I don't know that one's enough. And so they got a third one, and they split it. And then they were suffering, but they, they both said it was worth it, and they did not... It did not disappoint. 1900 Fair is character dining. We haven't done that in a really long time, but we liked it from what I remember. Yeah, it's a it's a really good buffet. It's not a buffet that comes to your table, though. It's one you got to get up and yeah. kind of like Tusker House. Um, but it is characters. It's got Mary Poppins, the Mad Hatter, Alice, I believe. Yes. Correct? Pooh. Pooh, Tigger. Yes. I think those are the... F- Five. Is that five? Five. five. Math. They might have had Piglet when you were there. I can't remember. I think they it's did. It's been a while. Too. And so they have a bunch of eccentric characters there that you can't meet a lot of. I don't know that you can meet them anywhere except like character spots. Yeah. I don't the Mad Matter for sure is definitely one that you don't see very often. Very true. The except o- for the parade. Yeah. The Ohana breakfast and dinner at the Polynesian Resort, which you've heard us talk on and on about that, which I'm not going to go into detail because you're probably sick of it. Liberty Tree Tavern and the Plaza at Magic Kingdom. Liberty I Tree. I definitely think you should talk about the Liberty Tree because it was your first yeah, time. Yeah, Liberty Tree Tavern. So we had actually eaten there twice, like after we ate there this last trip, and then we ate there a few trips ago, but I was sick the few trips ago, so I didn't eat anything. Like I sat at the table and I like just watched them eat because I was like, this is not happening for me today. But I was so happy I got to partake this trip because it was delicious. It's pretty much Thanksgiving food and they bring family sized portions to your table and they'll bring as much as you want. Um, and you get like bread, mashed potatoes, turkey. What else do we get? Like roast pork beef, tenderloin, maybe? pork tenderloin. That's macaroni what it was. and cheese, like all the sides you can think of. And Green then on top of it, you get this huge dessert for the table to slit. And it was delicious, which it became Joey's dessert pretty much. But the plaza at magic kingdom, I'm having a hard time remembering. It reminds me of like, Oh of yeah. 50s kind of feel. I almost feel like it's very Victorian era. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, yeah. I would say that. Like a soda shop kind of. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. And um, it was, oh my gosh, like we haven't eaten there since I was 13. That's almost 10 years ago. But that brownie. It may be time to go again. That brownie sundae I had, like I remember that. I think we got a bacon cheeseburger there and I just remember it being really good for a bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, we need to go there again. We haven't gone there in almost 10 years. 
um, 50s Primetime, Sci-Fi Dine-In, and Mama Melrose is all at Hollywood Studios. 50s Primetime, um, if you go there and the waiters are rude, it's not like they don't like you. That's how they act. Um, They're supposed all, to be your relatives that... They t- treat you rudely and they tell you to set the table and no elbows on the table and... No all, cell phones. Yeah, all that stuff. They're like, we don't do cell phones here. Those don't exist here. So it's really fun. Um, sci-fi dining is like you're in a drive-in, so you are sitting in a car and all the lighting is dim, but you're facing this giant screen. And so it really feels like you're at a drive-in. Um, Mama Melrose is at Hollywood Studios. You get to talk about that one because I haven't eaten there. Yeah, I haven't eaten there. And I, I went on a mom's trip, which I want to do a uh, actual show on talking about when just the moms went to Disney World last year. But we went there and I had heard their steak was amazing, but they had this amazing create your own pasta. And that is what I had when I was there and several of the people that did and, it, and Mama Melrose is also one of the ones you can get a Fantasmic package with. And so I would definitely recommend if you like pasta, it's kind of like a, if you live in anywhere that has like a pasta house, um, it's probably more Italian. Or and Company kind of place? Yeah, it's more Italian looking than Olive Garden. Yeah. Um, it has the red and white tablecloths and everything. So it kind of oh. looks, to me, it reminded me of Lady in the Tramp movie. Yeah, like Tony's. That's yeah, what I just Yeah, exactly. Bought. And so, uh, but I was pleasantly surprised because I had not necessarily heard good things about it, but uh, the moms all wanted to go there and I thought, well, sure, I'll try something new. And I was glad I did. And then we have Cape May Cafe at the Beach Club Resort. And I missed which, that this time. Yeah, we didn't do that this time. And that is a buffet, again, where you get up and go get your own food. But it's like a seafood buffet. So it's like all you can eat, crab legs. And then they've also got like, what do they got? Like fried chicken and meatloaf and other things, like the huge things that, yes, it may be kind of like a little bit pricey. I don't remember how much it was for each of us to eat there. But like, if you can eat your money's worth like it's worth it you have all that seafood it's really not any more expensive than most of the places we go to so that's why um i usually choose to do that because we don't get go out to eat for seafood too much we yeah we cook fish and see and shrimp at home and sometimes scallops but that's when we get our big meal is usually once a year and we were there less time so i just nix that one because it's really my favorite more than anybody else's in the family it is really good then uh we also like yak and yetis which we've probably talked about a hundred million times if you listen to the show. So I apologize for the, the long listeners, but Yak and Yeti's just amazing Chinese food. They have a lot to choose from. Joey loves their lo mein. He thinks it's the best lo mein every, anywhere you can get it. We always get lately anyway, within the last four or five years, we've all gotten steak and shrimp because it's steak with coconut shrimp, mashed potatoes, and then it comes with a dessert besides. I know that the dining plan not necessarily does come, but at Yak and Yeti's, that is one of the places. And I'll let Kaylee talk about the favorite dessert there because I know she's dying too. Dessert wontons, people. Like, I don't know who designed that, but they're a genius because it's the skewers of pineapple that I think is grilled. It almost like seems grilled. Yeah, I think grilled. it is. And then a lot, and then it alternates with these wontons that are filled with cream cheese and then they top it with icing and it is so good. It is so good Never and not good for you. They And then the other one that we like sit down at Animal Kingdom is Tusker House. We've never eaten there for lunch, so I don't want to speak to that, although I've heard everybody say it's delicious. We have done the breakfast buffet, but that is a character meal and it's only one point and it has Mickey and Goofy and Donald and Daisy and Donald and Daisy are hard characters to find I mean they may have a spot in some of the parks 
but this way you get all of them in one place because they come to the table and you can take as many pictures as you would like. Another restaurant that we like, and we haven't been there since 2013, Kaylee, is Boma at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. and it, I don't even really remember that. Oh my gosh. I just remember that they had these grilled tomatoes and it just drew the flavor out of them and, that, and it was with the breakfast and that was amazing. We love the California Grill on top of the Contemporary Resort. And depending upon when your reservation is, you could be up there when they're doing the fireworks at Magic Kingdom and see them. And it's beautiful. I mean, the view is beautiful no matter when you go to eat there because I know they have brunches on Sunday now too. But it's pretty cool because they pipe the music into the restaurant while they're having the fireworks. And um, it's been a pretty cool experience, a magical experience, of course. We have eaten a few times at the Turf Club at Saratoga Springs. That's where we ate for Christmas this year. And it has a wide variety of food. Mostly, I would say, like, steak and seafood are their two big items, obviously. I thought it was called the Surf and Turf Club, and I think they changed the name, but I need to go back in my scrapbooks and look because it's now just the Turf Club. Maybe because they thought surf was... It's a very, like, classy place. Maybe they thought the surf didn't fit. Maybe so. And uh, But there's not a special dress code for that place, which I find interesting for how kind of dressy it is and the, and the resort that That's it's true. In. I had scallops the last time we were there. They were great. Oh, I my know. gosh. That was, like, the best scallops I've ever had anywhere. I know. They were huge. They were, like, bigger than a half dollar, I think. Um, our favorite at Epcot is Le Chef de Francais. We did not go there this time because we just got the lobster bisque out of the back of the patisserie because now they have it there. But it has amazing Le Croc de Monsieur. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. No, no I just murdered okay. it. And the grilled ham and cheese if you're American. Yes. And then Joey loves their, what is it, Alfredo? No, they have macaroni. Yeah, he, he loves likes the, the French version of macaroni. We also like Tepanado, which is in the Japanese pavilion, and they cook right in front of you. And some of them create like art with the food, which is pretty cool. And I know in America we see the choo-choo train with the onions, but I'm saying beyond that. They made like a Santa Claus one year because we were there at Christmas. Well, I saw online that they made a Mickey Mouse for somebody and somebody else they made a Stitch. So I think they're pretty talented. Then we also like Via Napoli, which gives you the brick oven pizzas and some other things. And the Coral Reef. The only thing that I want to speak to about the Coral Reef is the food was amazing. We just went back there not oh this gosh, past Christmas. a lobster tail. Yeah, but the year before we went but we hadn't been there for a while when you when I think of the coral reef I don't know what age I'm you know my listeners are I know it's a variety but even Kaylee knows full house but on full house coral reef was fairly new when they shot their scenes from there and so it looks like this beautiful blue ocean in the restaurant and and it is really cool they have the fish still but that the beautiful blue is no longer because it's been there so long and I guess they can't really clean it because the fish would yeah they would die and so i i I really honestly don't know how they clean it i'm sure they send people down in rubber suits or whatever scuba diving equipment so that they can clean the windows off and stuff but i think of boy meets world too oh yeah that's true too as well i think they all took trips there in that year yeah like it so much was new it wasn't and that kills me every time because the epcot pavilion there looked so different because now if you've been there it's the seas with uh nemo Nemo and friends. friends But it was not that because obviously Finding Nemo didn't exist. And so it used to just be like an aquatic center kind of. Correct. And I kind of wish it was in some ways, although we saw a new portion of it when we were there this last time. And I don't even know if we talked about it in our trip report. But um, we saw manatees. Yeah, we saw manatees and they were eating lettuce. They literally just were throwing like chunks of lettuce in there. And they were eating it. I don't even know, at least like 30 while we were just standing in there. Yeah, it was pretty funny. 
Um, I don't think I'd ever really saw a manatee in person before, actually. Uh, we told you in our trip report that we tried Morimoto sushi, which is Chinese and good, but very pricey. So beware for that. Then we ate at the paddlefish, which was delicious. And it had a wide variety, mostly of seafood. Um, fish. Yeah, but it was good. No, it was really good. And then the Wolfgang Puck. We usually go to Wolfgang Puck Express. That's a quick service, but they have a new Wolfgang Puck restaurant, which serves some of the same foods that you get at Wolfgang Puck Express, except for they bring it to the table and it takes a it takes a dining a table service. Well, they bring it to the table at Wolfgang Puck Express. This too. is true, but they don't advertise that. It just happens. I hope they never change it. No, I hope they don't either. I don't think it was really like that so much the first time we were there. They brought our food out, but they didn't come in to do our drinks. Yeah. That's been a new thing, and it's just another way for, um, I think it crowds up the area where you would pick up the food is probably why they do it. And it gives jobs to those other people that are clearing off the tables because they can make uh, a little tip money. Yeah. As you can see, we are very passionate about Disney dining, but we also realize that not everyone can afford the luxury of a dining plan. So please realize that you can go to Disney and be on a budget. You can choose to not eat any meals, eat one or two meals, or do the dining plan at the parks or resorts. It is totally up to you and what works for your family. We'd like to thank you for listening to this show, Food Magical Food. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have questions or comments you can email us at mousecapadepodcast at gmail.com or if you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote text me at 636-373-4497 or contact me at vicky v-i-c-k-i-e dot black like the color at yourstorytravel.com you can check us out on our social media accounts yourstorytravel.com or our facebook page the Mousecapades podcast and on our Twitter account at Mousecapades pod. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, Kaylee, I think it's about that time. Disney love and pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends. Imagination, huh? <laughs>